0: why hello there do you enjoy shirts to put on your body custom character sheets to put in your DD notes virion maps to put on your wall cool buttons to put on your lots of other stuff all of the amazing merch for qpr and goblins and growlers can be found at alpha comics and games located in the willow lawn shopping center in richmond virginia come check us out
1: This is Quid Pro Role, a fantasy live play adventure where
0: a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their
1: world. Well, Hattie, listener, welcome to the Daily Cryer Listening Show, where all the news and varying and beyond can make its way, well, right to you. Ooh, it's getting cold up here. I'm glad there are so many caves along these mountains. And the locals are kind if you give them a chance. I'm also very fortunate in that I know enough outer uh, Copic to communicate my needs and how long I'd be staying with the locals. They didn't seem very interested in my friend here, though. I suppose they recognize War Force or. Uh, at least as far as nature goes, a less intrusive guest than uh, more organic travelers like myself. Speaking of intrusions, the party was about to put on a show of some sort of talent, I reckon, but their performance was interrupted by an untimely and ungainly guest. Kosa used his. Uh, Mending spores to fix up the ancient masked guardian. And though its body was made less rusty, its social skills still needed work as it repaid the favor with fury, attacking Coz and the party. Now, while the battle ended swiftly and with little injury, the mystery of where the automaton came from and what else might be lurking in these halls remains keep a keen ear don't forget to look over your shoulder and as always y'all take care now all right
0: so if you all remember Uh, You had just walked into a room with the loudest ticking and talking that you had heard throughout the entirety of the building, despite the fact that there has been this omnipresent ticking and talking that is sort of slowly driving you mad. The room that you find yourselves in is enormous. It has axles and cogs. The room itself is cylindrical. There's this constant echo. Which leads you to believe that this room is the source of that ticking and that talking, or at least one of those two things.
2: Is there anybody dancing in here with all this tick-talking?
0: No, there is no one doing any hip teen dances. I was about to say no whipping or nay-naying, and then I realized that that is a dated reference at this point, and I am old.
3: You'll notice I'm not trying to make any jokes about TikTok right now.
2: <laughs> I just made a joke about TikTok existing,
3: and that was it.
0: Back in my day, we had we had vibe
3: I I, I realize there's <laughs> there's no way for me to to win at making a TikTok joke. It will make me look old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just live yeah, on D and D
0: TikTok, man. I don't bother anybody.
2: All right, so very loud TikToking.
0: Yes, looking up towards the ceiling. Uh, you don't. See one Um, the top of the room stretches out into unfathomable darkness.
4: So there's no ceiling the ceiling.
0: There is no ceiling the ceiling, no.
4: So seeing at the very least Alita looking a little bit like frenzied by the loud ticks and tocks. Solinar's like, well, you know, like other than the volume level, this is this is not so dissimilar to the house I grew up in. It's kind of, it's kind of loud. It's a little loud, though.
0: Your entire house was a clock?
4: But the dad did a lot of work with, like, watches and etc., and, uh, time defect items. So there was a lot of, a lot of clicking and clanking and ticking and talking and just pretty much all hours of the day. So this is, honestly, it's making me a little nostalgic.
3: I'm finding it a little... Th- Disorienting. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I said, I'm finding it a little bit disorienting. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's really loud, you see. Does this seem like we could figure out where the, the ticking is coming from? Like, or is it like a lot of different?
0: I will absolutely allow you to roll perception or investigation, whichever is higher.
2: Now, not to talk ourselves into a corner here, but do you think that maybe we should roll that at disadvantage since we're in this cavernous room full of echoing noise?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair.
3: What are my two options again?
0: Uh, Perception or investigation, but you have to roll at disadvantage. Because Brandon is a very good bean.
3: Well,
4: I was like, nine, that's pretty bad. Probably my next roll will be higher. And then I rolled a
3: one. 25. (laughs) Well, wait, Chapman, what? 25. That's your lowest? Yep, my highest would have been a nat 20. Holy God, okay, cool.
0: So you're able to tell that the ticking and talking comes not just from the gears and mechanisms that are clearly within the walls and floor of this space, but you can also hear it coming very, very loudly from up towards where this like unseeable darkness is, so you're you surmise that you are under and within the clock tower itself
3: oh, oh, I think we're under the the clock tower the um the big one there's like a big clock tower in, in yes, the- Tinkerhaven has Tinker-
0: a in- large clock tower
3: a girthy clock tower
0: it's been alright well I was going to <laughs> go into a description in but girthy clock tower is not only the name of my new band but uh I can't follow that up
3: so <laughs> um yeah so um well, I, think, I think we need to, to start climbing is there an obvious way
2: to climb is there a ladder
0: no and the walls themselves are completely slick Though, with your fumbling around and looking, because, again, Boat, you're going to remember that because you are a human and Koza is a human, the two of you need light sources because this is going
2: dark. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Two things there. Two things. If you're First about of all, to say
0: you're 164th Dragonborn, so therefore you should have dark vision, no, I am going to scream. I
2: wasn't going to say that, but let's recall that we decided that Boat had an axe of light throwing. That is correct. Yeah. That
0: doesn't change that you still need the source of light, which is what I was which was more my point.
2: My second Uh, my second point that I'd like to make uh, is while Koza and I are both human, he is well known as a human variant. (laughs) So maybe his variation allows him to see infrared or something like that.
0: He's a human variant, not a predator! So my point being that you need a source of light that you're carrying with you. And as you walk along the room to find like a a source of climbing, you're going to come across a door other than the one that you've entered through, which is going to have this really beautiful and intricate copper archway that opens up into what appears to be a door that's made of some kind of garden lattice style.
4: Y'all, give me just a second of silence in case Gabe needs to use this audio. Okay, sorry. I, I didn't dump out my dice earlier. <laughs> um, So is it made of wood?
0: There or- is wood on the inside, but the outside of it is this copper garden latticing. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like those fancy wrought iron like garden gates you'll find in really fancy... Mm -hmm. homes it's got the the front cover of that
2: okay as far as the wooden part of the door what does that look like
0: a pretty standard basic wooden door uh from what you can tell it appears to be pretty basic like oak or walnut there's it's well constructed it doesn't look like it's in any particular disrepair but it also doesn't look particularly sturdy
4: Okay. I, I'd i like to check the frame for traps. Go
0: ahead and roll for me. Again, at disadvantage because you are in the loud cavernous sound room.
4: Aw. Uh, even investigation? Okay. Even
0: investigation.
4: I doubt I can do better than that first roll. So I'll mostly just be mad that I'm wasting the second roll. I got an 11. With your modifiers? Yeah. Seems fine to you. All right. This door's clear. Sorry. This door's clear. What? It's, I said this door's clear. What? <sighs> Solinar go, tries to go through the door.
0: Uh, the door is going to open easily, as if it it's not locked or anything. And your ears are kind of ringing, especially Johannes and Solinar's, when you guys step into this new space because the, the sound is not gone. It's still very there, but it's abetting. The, the room that you're going to walk into is going to have, despite the, you know, sound, this sort of peaceful air to it. Uh, a copper fountain is going to stand at the center of the room. It's standing in about three or four tiers. It's pretty tall up. Um, the The fountain itself seems to have dried out some time ago. And around you are many, many dead plants in... Different containers, plots. It looks like this was some kind of indoor garden.
2: They all got copper poisoning.
4: Once everyone's through the door, Solanar's going to close it behind us to see if that can uh, dampen the noise level at all a little bit.
0: It does significantly more than you would actually expect. Mop. Also, I'm glad glad that Brandon said something. It's the reason why the lead dragon priest didn't last very long.
4: Yeah, yikes.
0: Mm.
2: (laughs) Think of all the dragons, think of all the metallic dragons that uh, had elements that were radioactive and had a (laughs) half-life. The Einsteinium dragons.
5: Mm. Pour a little out.
0: There's no, those the Einsteinium dragons are exclusively in like another of the material, like another plane. They're not in the material plane. (laughs) You know how you think that like sometimes when you go into different planes, like you walk out and then you've aged so much because you didn't realize time passed. No, it's because you got exposed to all the radioactive dragons.
2: I personally am looking forward to the (laughs) radium dragons.
0: (laughs) They glow. They're very pretty. Just don't make me do a voice for, like, helium dragons or anything like that.
4: (laughs) We'll get that in post-production. Yeah.
2: Are there um, gears and stuff on the walls in here?
0: No, there are not. Uh, Okay. the, the the, The walls that are in this room have these indents that look almost like they'd be windows. But if you guys recall, you're subterranean, so there aren't any. But they have this sort of, like, engraving and carving to give the... Imp- the the abstract impression of windows even if they themselves do not allow in any light
2: this whole thing is really interesting because so apparently this, this temple is underneath the clock tower that's in the city and if we went all the way up I guess we would be in the clock tower but nobody knows that this temple is here
4: well there's I don't know how accurate this is because i I didn't read any of the actual history books, but there's word around Tinkerhaven is that Tinkerhaven didn't used to be right where it's at. It used to be about a hundred feet or so below where it's at. What? Yeah, we just kept building up on top of old structures. And that's part of why like tunnel networks and things like that are so robust in the area is because it's just a city built on top of another city. Okay. So if that's true, then this would kind of make sense because, like, the temple was here before it got built over. But shouldn't we also be seeing things like street signs and stuff? Yeah, maybe. I don't think you'd leave streets open if you were going to build up over buildings. Like, that's, you're you're talking about sinkhole central there, right? Speaking of sinkholes, let's deal with this fountain.
0: The temples themselves were supposed to be self-sufficient. I don't think that the temple itself would have been its own self-contained city.
4: Oh, I don't mean the temple was a city. I meant the temple was part of a city below the current city. Look, I'm I'm just repeating rumors, okay? Like, I don't know how accurate any of this is.
0: All right, Boat, you were going to go look at that fountain.
4: Yeah, I'm going to go look at that fountain. Now that
2: I know that we're in Underhaven, I'm going to go look at this fountain.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, lovely. All right, uh... What are you looking for?
2: Um, just, uh, really anything out of the ordinary. Um, you know, is there a lot of rust showing up? Does it look like the water dried up because it was clogged? Or, uh, is there any, any indication, uh, other than just age as to why this stopped flowing?
0: So, as you're looking around and fiddling, not only do you find about a hundred sil- like, a hundred silver? Yeah, actually, that would- you're gonna have to translate that to yourself. But you're going to find uh, about a hundred silver coins in the various tiers of the fountain that had been, Mm -hmm. you know, wished into it. It looks like, overall, it's just... age, you think? Um, I'll allow you to roll investigation to find out a little bit closer and what see a, if you can discern anything else.
2: Can I tell from the look of the coins about how long ago it was? Like, are there any dates or rulers that I would know that are on there?
0: I will have you roll history because I don't know what your numismatist history is.
2: I rolled a 12.
0: All right. You actually are going to be able to tell that this is a version of Tinkerhaven currency that hasn't been in circulation for a couple hundred years.
5: Okay. Johannes licks one of the silver coins, and he's like, Mmm, still silver. Silver dragons were here not so long ago.
0: I don't think that's how that works, Johannes.
5: I saw you... it in a play one time.
0: Johannes, do you think... Do you think dragons defecate the currency of their type?
5: What? They... De- def- is that a defensive move? <laughs> just power shoot coins out of your butt as a
0: defensive maneuver.
4: I mean, it can be. I've seen at least one type of critter respond that way to danger. Ooh.
3: Would copper dragons prefer getting copper coins?
0: I mean, copper coins, to my understanding, are supposed to be, aren't they like the the least desirable of the currencies?
2: Look, economically, none of this makes any sense. If your waste product is your currency, you're just going to be able to generate so much of it that it will lose all value.
0: I cannot emphasize enough how dragons do not defecate currency
2: (laughs) let's get back to the fountain so Mm -hmm. are there any uh any uh knobs or anything I can twist to turn the water back on
0: I will have you roll investigation
2: uh I did not find any knobs to turn
4: the water back on
0: how badly did you not find these knobs
4: I rolled a four
0: Yeah, you didn't find any knobs.
4: How is, so this fountain, it kind of, it's got tiers to it. Is it like up in the air a bit? Like, is it like six foot tall? Like, what are we talking about? Yeah,
0: it's about seven, eight feet tall, all told.
4: Um, and how, like, how thickly plated do those fountain tiers look?
0: They're sturdy. Like, if you were thinking like, oh, I could climb this, you could climb it.
4: Solinar would like to delicately, so as to not break the darn thing, uh, clamber up to the top of the fountain and check out the spigot at the top. Yeah, how, th- thic- right. how thick is the
2: copper? Just because copper is like a really soft metal.
0: The copper, you're talking about the copper that makes up the fountain yeah. itself? Probably about, give or take, like, eight, nine inches thick.
4: Okay, that's some that's some thick copper.
0: Like, like enough that it, it, it is not unreasonable that Solinar could climb it. Okay, You're not entirely convinced that, like, a Goliath could climb it, but Solinar, yeah, he'd be fine. So you're going to get up and you're going to look at the spigot. What are you looking for?
4: I'm looking for like signs of oxidization. If there's maybe like uh, mineral deposits that have blocked the spigot, those sorts of things.
0: So you're going to look down and part of the problem is going to be that it is very dark down that spigot. Uh, but you are going to see three things. One... There is a certain amount of oxidation that you're going to be able to see. Two, there are deposits, but not enough that would block off the spigot. And three, small moving shapes.
4: Can I, I mean, I know I'm just using dark vision here, so I'm only getting the black and white picture. But uh, can I roll something to try and identify those shapes?
0: You absolutely can. And if you have any light generating spells, that would also assist you.
4: I have no light generating spells because that's not how trickster rogues do. Uh could somebody could somebody pass me a little bit of light this way? I can heat the copper. That's go-
3: <laughs> not what I'm looking for. Cause it's gonna try to climb up there to join him.
0: Okay. I'm not gonna have you roll because it's a pretty simple fly.
3: Okay. Um I'm going to try to shine the light from the flame that I'm holding to see if I can see. So you're going to, like,
0: hold the fire closer to the spigot to put light down it? Or are you, like, putting the fire down the Uh, spigot? Just, like,
3: trying to get light down it. All right.
0: So Solar is going to feel the side of his face get roasty toasty, but uh, you are going to be able to see that inside the spigot, down throughout, as far as you can see, are dozens, if not hundreds, of spiders. Normal spiders, not, like, enormous workwood, you know, Final Fantasy, like, level one fighting in the basement spiders, but spiders.
4: Solanart like does a little, just a little shudder. He's like, Ugh, it's a did, lot of spiders.
3: Do the spiders look like they're all getting along with each other?
0: I mean, they look like they are crammed together in a way that you can't imagine as pleasant or comfortable because you're not used to spiders living like bees. Okay. But no, but they're not eating each other or anything that you can tell.
3: Because it's going to turn into a spider.
0: OK, um, so you turn into a little spider, which, by the way, uh, my, can- my head canon for this is that your spider form is Lucas the spider.
3: Lucas the uh, spider. Let me look that up. Real- oh, my God.
0: Isn't it cute?
3: That's cute.
0: So uh, you take your little fuzzy legs and you, you know. Pitter patter down into the spigot.
3: Yep, yep. I'm like, hey, what's up? Yo. When you
0: transform into a <laughs> spider, can you speak to spiders? I don't know. Is that how you're? Is that how that? Why would you turn, Why would you not look this up before using it?
4: Well, now hold on. We know that when he's in an animal shape, he can't speak common to be able to cast spells. So, I I would posit that he could speak whatever animal shape he's in. But that's just me trying to make an argument for the case.
0: Is Brandon looking this up?
4: No. I'm hearing some good keycaps. Yeah,
0: somebody's, somebody's oh, clickety-clacking. Me. Are you mm-hmm. clickety-clacking? Also, uh, Boat, did you add that silver to your inventory?
2: Um, I did not, but I will. Okay. How much was it?
0: Uh, it was like, it was a hundred something. I think it was like 140.
2: 140. So what would that work out to? Like, how many silvers to a gold? 10. Okay. So fourteen bucks, basically.
0: You got fourteen gold, essentially. Yeah, just change it to that. And make your life easier. But nobody's gonna yeet a gold coin into a fountain for a wish. Like nobody throws twenty dollar bills into fountains.
3: So oh, you
5: don't speak really. for yourself, yeah.
0: <laughs> Alan's idea of investments is throwing all of the money into a wishing well and wishing for more money.
5: Yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen that gif where it's uh the little girl at the window who's just eating dollar bills out of it, but that's my that's how I live my life.
3: I've tried to channel that energy. Yeah.
0: What's the what's the call, Chapman?
3: Um so the thing is is you're uh, like limited to the capabilities of your beast form. And arguably spiders are capable of communicating maybe. I mean,
0: all right. Here, here is my there's compromise. A, there's a lot
3: of weasel wording going on here. Yeah, there's
0: a lot of Here's <laughs> my compromise. I mean, how- you will not be able to speak to the spiders the same way if you would cast speak with animals. However, I will allow you to have a decent knowledge of like spider behavior, like mannerisms and stuff like that, so you can do all of like the nonverbal communicating that spiders do, like IRL.
3: Yeah, I I try to go see what's up like get a feel for what's going on with these spiders why are they chilling in here what's going on
0: so the further down you go the denser and denser and denser the spiders get Mm -hmm. not the spiders themselves but the concentration of spiders per inch uh spi if you are you're going to continue going down until you're finding at the very 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 bottom not only are your little spider feet now going to get kind of wet, like you can feel that you're at the bottom where there is some kind of moisture, you are also able to find a single rainbow-colored bean.
3: Um, what is What kind of vibes am I getting from this bean?
0: Uh, that it has been in a damp, abandoned fountain surrounded by spiders... And is a rainbow
3: bee. Is it moldy or anything?
0: No, it is perfectly intact. It is unspoiled. It is just there.
3: Is it like hard?
0: Yes. Now, it isn't hardened to the point that you don't think it could grow.
3: Sounds edible to me.
0: It's a decision.
4: (laughs) Um. Wait, Alex,
5: do you not eat beans? I do, where did that come from? He said he's like sounds edible and you're like that's a decision. Like like it's crazy you to would eat a bean. Eat the
0: mysterious multicolored spider's bean. I eat
5: every bean all the time. This is a vegetarian lifestyle. I have to get my <laughs> bean protein.
0: He has to eat the spider's bean. I see a spider's bean on the road, bean. I'm gonna eat spider's it. Bean does to eat it Elon's very keen
5: does it, hell yeah
2: you said it's rainbow colored is it is it like a pride flag or is it splotchy
0: yeah, it's more like when you see um, something that's been exposed to like oil and light so, so it's got that like cool sort of ribbony effect okay uh, but it, but it's more brightly colored than
5: that. I like I liked your thought that the spiders just painted it a perfect pride flag and
4: like <laughs> we're like, hell yeah, Pride Bean. We call them the gay priders. <laughs> Spriders. Yeah, Koza's...
0: This is a little known subsect of the driders from the Underdark.
4: <laughs> driders and the Priders.
3: Koza's gonna wrap this bean up in some um some silk. Well, does it also first, before I go, does it, can I see where like water should be flowing from?
0: Uh, you can, you see that there is a hatch or what appears to be a hatch that some of the water is leaking a little bit out from the bottom of, Mm -hmm. but based off of what you can surmise, there's some kind of latch or something that lets the water flow up from that hatch.
3: Okay. Okay. Do I see any other ways out of this space than crawling back the way I came?
0: Other than opening the hatch and hoping you don't drown?
3: No. Oh, it's the only way to open the hatch from within here?
0: No. There is a hatch that is on the outside, but that would be the only theoretical door outside of going back up through Spider's Canyon. I
2: think you should chance it, Chapman. So
0: before I (laughs) try to lift it with his tiny spider No, no. You
2: know how uh, down came the rain and washed the spider out. It never said the spider drowned so so well, yeah it
0: didn't because the spider climbed up the spout again afterwards like well, unless it was a zombie
5: spider well this
2: mm-hmm. is only going to make it easier then because that water's going to shoot the spider out like a cannon
5: so <laughs> uh, as, you have as, not itsy bitsy spidered as, in a while as
3: the character <laughs> that is uh, in this situation um i am going to first can i roll investigation to see if i can get a feel for where the the, the mechanism would be whenever i get out of this hole Allow that. Okay. Not very good. <laughs> That's a um four. Hey,
0: I guess, you don't know. Yeah,
3: I can't figure that out. You're um, not even
0: sure that there is a mechanism.
3: Yeah. Your
2: spider sense is letting you down.
3: So I, I I wrap this thing up in some silk so I can pull it out with me and All right, start you, crawling out. You cover
0: it in butt silk and begin mm-hmm. traipsing your way back up the spider's canyon. Yep. Josh behind you.
3: This it's is. a man with a knife. Oh my
5: God.
0: <laughs> Josh, no.
3: <laughs> when I get out of the hole, so then I, I come out. I turn. As soon
0: as you come out and the bean behind you pops out of the top, all of the spiders that had been conglomerating in that fountain crawl out on moss. Yeah. They don't seem to be aggressive. They don't seem to be coming for you. But whatever was keeping them there is now gone. Okay. So they all now come out of the fountain like its own delightful fountain of Aww. horror. So uh, cute. And yeah. they all just begin crawling their separate ways.
3: It's a lake fountain. So I'm going to I'm going to turn back into a person. And can I roll like Arcana or Nature on this bean?
0: Uh, I will have you roll nature.
3: Um, that's gonna be a twenty-one.
0: You are aware that this is actually a very special kind of bean that is very frequently sold in magic shops that, when planted, can give a variety of magical effects.
3: Okay. That's what that's what Alex says to people's pets, too.
5: Oh, what a special kind of bean!
3: <laughs> <laughs> what are the feeling Like, what would I know about eating this bean?
0: You aren't familiar with people eating the beans themselves but not because you're aware of any like dangerous aspects but because you're familiar with the fact that planting these beans is considered like they're so like expensive because of their magical effects yeah that like nobody's just gonna eat it
3: how long does it take for the (laughs) bean to um manifest the magic effects after planting
0: uh it it's magic it's pretty rapid
3: okay i have i have a question
5: Yes, I want to say real quick, Alex is over here underestimating rich people eating things. (laughs) Um,
2: If the magic bean is so potent that when planted, it very quickly produces something with magical effects, could we not consume the bean and then...
0: (laughs) I don't (laughs) like where this is going.
2: Use the waste product as a fertilizer to create a more spread out Maybe low-level magic effect.
5: I was hoping that was going to a Miss Frizzle uh, sort of situation. <laughs> where <laughs>
3: um, do I see any soil, like a planter nearby? Isn't there? A there bunch- are
0: several planters in this garden. Okay. They just all are filled with like dead plants,
3: but there's still soil in them, right?
0: There's still soil. You're not sure how good the soil is, but it's there.
3: Um, let's see here. I think I have a thing for this. I'm also real quick. So Solinar
4: and Koza are looking through this spigot, trying to figure out what's going on. And Solinar's like, oh, that's a lot of spiders. And then his light vanishes. And he's like, Koza, where'd you, uh, where'd you? And then he looks, he looks over and he sees a spider go into the spigot. And he's like, oh, well, that kind of makes sense. And then moments later, uh, just a, A swarm of spiders and one of them towing something is like coming out of the spigot. So Solinar like goes to like and just like scrabbles backwards. And I think half falls off of the fountain because I rolled a two for a dexterity save, which I think totals like a nine.
0: Uh, You take one damage uh, by falling right on your butt. And And then a
5: bunch of spiders crawl all over you. And then a
0: whole bunch of spiders just all over you.
3: Yes. Oh god, so, no, that's
0: work.
5: Um, I love spiders. <laughs> I used to put tons of daddy long legs on me as a kid and run around and I would go inside and my mom would get really mad at me.
0: Yeah, I would too. TBH.
5: Mm-hmm. Thank you, Daddy Long Legs. Thank you, Daddies.
0: <laughs> I love you. Alright. <laughs> what you doing there, Coza? Um,
3: I'm gonna go over to one of these these um planters mm-hmm. and plant the bean and i think i have great water or something like that um oh but that's an actual spell first i'm just gonna see if, if i plant it, if it'll grow just on its own
0: uh it looks like it's in the ground but it doesn't seem to be having any immediate reaction
3: all right i'm going to create water and see if i can water this
0: do you want to create water or do you want to use your water skin?
3: Oh, do we have a do I have a water skin? I guess I, I would. I should
0: hope so. Yeah,
3: that makes more sense. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to use my water skin to water it.
0: All right. You pour a little bit of water out and now I need you to roll the D100 for me.
3: Oh. Oh, that's fun. Um <laughs> that is going to be an 89.
0: All right. Interesting. So the ground is going to kind of like shiver and quake a little bit where the bean was planted. And then suddenly out of the ground, he's going to appear a nest. A nest of three eggs.
1: Ooh,
3: I've got that tattooed.
0: Those eggs are going to have the same iridescent color scheme that the bean did.
3: Oh, um, interesting. Now, a quick question. Since this nest grew from a bean, does that make the nest a plant?
1: Mm, Mmm, is
3: it a vegetable or a fruit conundrum?
0: (laughs) It does not appear that there is anything about this nest that isn't of itself plant-like. It does appear that this is some kind of magical reaction.
3: Okay. Okay, I just wanted to see if I could cast Awaken on the nest. Uh (laughs) A very metal of you <laughs> but, <laughs> uh no so um i gather up this nest um oh the, this this is interesting it's some sort of can i uh roll like arcana or something or on or nature on these eggs
0: i'll have you roll arcana
3: okay um solenar's just
4: rubbing his hind and he's like what well, um what you got there, Koza? What's, uh, what's going on? I see you planted a thing. You watered a thing. Now there's Johannes. a weird nest.
3: Yeah. yeah.
5: Johannes is like, Koza laid some eggs.
3: I, don't, I don't actually No, I only rolled a three. Um, so um, I guess we'll just um, uh Koza, like picks it up and carefully puts it into his wicker backpack. I, I, I guess I'll just keep these safe for now.
0: Bull looks annoyed at some of its space being taken by this mm-hmm. nest here, but then sort of settles onto it like a chicken
3: uh, Bull, Bull, um, watch, watch these let me know if anything happens with them
4: it nods
3: Aw, mm-hmm. Bull's gonna
4: make a great mother Aww. here, I'm gonna bless Bull, because
5: we can't count our eggs before they're chickens, you blessed you're blessed bless you Bull <laughs> Oh, and also, Kazuntai to you, little uh, tiny shoulder dragon named Felix. There we go.
0: <laughs> yeah, on the uh, QPR bingo card I made everyone. I almost made the free space. Everyone forgets Felix exists.
5: We've got QPR bingo cards.
0: I made one the other day, just as like a joke.
5: Ah, bingo.
0: So you have acquired eggs. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
0: You have investigated the fountain. You've gained, a, quite frankly, alarming amount of money from this fountain. Anything else you guys want to do?
4: We've also yeah, gained, wanna... quite frankly, a lot of spiders from this fountain.
0: Many spiders! Though it does look like the spiders have dispersed under the door frames and moved to other parts of...
5: Man, I'm so glad that those spiders are going to hunt down all the little bugs. I was getting worried about mosquitoes. A lot of standing water in here. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um... I'm pretty excited about those eggs. You, uh, you're gonna be a father. Yeah, what I, if
3: I don't know anything I, about them? So I'm very curious too. Me too. I hope they're pig eggs. I would love to have some more pigs in my life. Well, where do I see that I could go from here?
0: So there's the doorway that you came in from, and then there is a doorway that appears to have a very similar design. It has that like wrought iron, but it's instead copper design over the wood of the door. The door itself is relatively nondescript, um, as far as, like, its sturdiness or anything like that. Um, but there are only it looks like two doorways in and out of this room.
3: Does one look more interesting than the other?
0: Well, one you came in through. Oh,
3: okay.
5: <laughs> that one that we haven't gone into looks more interesting than the one we came from. Uh, I guess, Probably.
3: I, I guess we should continue Continue on.
4: I'm on it. Solinar investigates the door for traps.
3: Roll investigation.
4: God, I can't invest. I'm going to stop using this die for investigation because that's a 12. All right, we're good.
0: Yeah, seems fine.
4: And Solinar proceeds through the door.
0: So you open the door, and there are two things that are notable. One, a straight hallway shoots down a ways from you into the dark. <laughs> And then there is a hallway immediately to your right. The thing about the hallway to the immediate right is that it is sealed with some kind of strange transparent barrier. Though within that barrier are what appear to be some kind of warped facsimile of tortured humanoid faces.
3: I have some thank yous I would like to say to the Patreon to make this show possible, and I want to give each of y'all a mushroom. Captain Envy, you are the beautiful Rusula. Jedros Gaming, the horse mushroom. Domovoy, how could you be anything other and the inside out agaric, Elizabeth Lee, you're the the, the, the giant puffball. Jeff Buck, absolutely you are the livid intoloma. Thank you all so much,
2: guys. Can you put the cat up?
0: Yeah, that's uh, what I'm starting to wonder. Would be the best decision.
3: Okay, let's pause. For the cat to be put away. Pause for pause. Yep. Oh, yeah. he's man. imprisoning
0: he is imprisoning her. She is all right. It's still...
3: Josh, has the prisoner been detained? Yes. Too much trouble cat. Cool.